Hi, I'm Jonathan Hardesty, the dungeon master of this campaign, and you're listening to Demon Days, an actual play podcast. Special thanks to Gordon McAlpin for creating the artwork for our show, and for Arknight for providing us with minis and props for our table. That's A-R-C-K-N-I-G-H-T. And a hearty thanks to you, our audience. We've heard the feedback and are upgrading our audio very soon, so please be patient and thank you for your support. Now on with the show. Friend. Fiends, you know what's fun? A good joke. And my gods, Fetter had a killer jab after our heroes struggled to defeat the gnolls in our last tale. What's that you say? You want to know more? Well, I wish to drink more. So pass me more of that finest stout, and I will weave you a tale of mystery and intrigue, of brooding Asimar scouts, and a tarot gone awry during these Demon Days. I just want to look up since I'm right in front of like the, the captain and the and just be like, Knowles, right? And then just bend down and start like picking, just walking, just walking around, around picking, up his picking up my three daggers. <laughs> I mean, boom. So yeah, you, you you start digging around through them, and the the SMR seem to be like they they, have, they don't move. They seem to be just studying you. Just like hey, uh, you're and, welcome. <laughs> and on the knolls, you can see a couple like. Each one has a little bit of a change on them. You get about between, like for each of you, about five copper pieces of each one. Not a whole lot. Um, oh, uh, everybody oh, take five gold. From before? From before. That's really um, nice of you to share. I know, right? The captain himself kind of steps forward a little bit towards you guys and kind of makes himself a little bit more, more known uh, now that the fight has died <laughs> down. Uh, and you kind of notice a couple things. Uh, he's got deep uh, brown skin with long black hair pulled back and braided, uh, three white teardrops painted underneath each eye. Uh, he takes his, his his helmet off, and that's kind of how you notice that. He seems, uh, th- this is a very distinct, it's a very distinct contrast. He says something in his tongue, Undrush, and looks at you for a little bit. I do not speak your, I say it in common, like I do not speak your, your tongue if you speak the common mm-hmm. tongue as I sheathe my sword. Who are you people? Well, that's complicated. Uh, we were dragged down here and then used for some botched experiment in a way, because it was clinical. Um, we're finding out, but uh, we're just trying to get out of here. How do we know that you're not a part of this? Whatever this is, whatever caused the quake. So there was a quake. The one that's standing near, the, the captain, she kind of turns and looks and is like, whisper something to the captain. I'll walk up. Listen, friend. The sword kind of gets close to you in a cautious, like, let's be careful here. Yeah, and I don't give a shit about that, so I'll just kind of walk up. Listen, pal. Sorry, who are we talking with? You're talking with the captain, the guy up here. Have they all grouped up? No, the the, the captain and the other one is still right there. This one hasn't spoken yet. I I had moved up to them to talk. Listen, friend. The four of us were all taken. We've been kept up here. Quite frankly, memory's a bit foggy for the last month, right? So I look at you, a month? Yeah, just about. So we've been up about three hours. 
I haven't had my morning coffee at all. So <laughs> be a lad and look, it's a shit show back there. Some of yours are dead. Um, we've done our best to try to piece together what they happened. They kind of eye each other as you say, some of yours are dead. One of yours was uh, Angel, was taken as well. Um, we found her. Uh, maybe it's might a, have just been the race of the... I don't, I don't yeah. know if it was a name. Um, we are commonly referred to as angel folk. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I pull out the, the, the locket and like, is this familiar to you? He looks, the, the captain looks over it. I do not recognize that, but uh, we do have a, many of those types of lockets. I kind of saddle up to Tasslin <coughs> in the back. It, like, I ask if I should show them the note. Maybe. If you, are you going to whisper that to her? Yeah, I'm going to whisper it to uh, her. Do a, um, oh, yes. a deception check, because okay. just he's pretty intent on you two. Uh, as he's like, the captain is like, what, what you're trying to tell me is that you guys didn't have anything to do with this. You were captured against your will, but yet somehow our mountain shakes, horrible things emerge. So remind me, all the murals inside that we saw, mm -hmm. I do remember it was demons and devils. The first one that we saw was demons on one side and angels on the other, right? Demons and devils. Okay, so no angels. Okay, never mind. This is some sort of weird blood war cult who obviously tried to take advantage of us for our particular racial background to do whatever weird thing. I honestly couldn't even... What earthquake? We have no memory of it. Uh, when we searched before, we found cells, which I think some of us were held in. That's where I found, that's where we found this. And there was a... And you say you've seen people <laughs> like us in there, bodies. Yes, one of them had the killing blow to a, what is it called? It's a Bulgara. Bal yeah, Bulgara. <clears throat> it's a fiend. Which we saw two of. Interesting. And you have no memory of before. Before any of this. The last thing I remember is heading north from, I don't even know where we are. Uh, yeah. Just do a basic <clears throat> perception, or not perception. Persuasion. Persuasion, the other P. Persuasion, 16. 17. Yeah, doesn't matter. Can you tell us how to get out of here? Lysa, didn't you take a thing off of one of them? If you want to show them, go ahead. I did, maybe you can help us read it. And I show him that angel memo. And he seems to <laughs> regard you a little bit differently um, noticing your attire. It seems to be a little bit warmer in reception. So he takes it, the sheet from you, looks at it. They whisper back and forth, the, the captain and the other one. Uh, you notice her a little bit more now as, he's, as they're whispering back and forth. Uh, she's got kind of ashen gray skin, Is white this hair. The captain or the? The female soldier. Yeah. Ashen gray skin, white hair, softer features. Uh, and then, yeah, she, they whisper back and forth a few minutes. We would need to take you back to trust, to. Any question in relation to this? No. Trost. Does that name ring a bell for me? Uh, intelligence 18. You, you recognize it as a, a major city kind of in the northern region. Is it out of the realm that I'm from? Yeah, yeah it's, it's way it's way north. Like, is it above the mountain region at least? Or is it oh yeah, so that, that's something that they relate to you. Seeing it, your general confusion, they do provide uh, a map for you to kind of be like, you are here, yeah, we need to get you here. here. Drinmer will want to see you. If you are not to blame for any of this, then there's nothing to worry about. Right, so listen friend, I respect that none of us are from around these parts, but I want to be very clear that the four of us have been held against our will 
barely any memory of any of it for the last month. So if you think you're going to point any of those swords at any of us, if you're going to try to manacle any of us, that won't be happening. Hey, they kind of whisper to each other for a little bit. Um, do a general persuasion again. Or no, mm, for, for probably intimidation. I'll okay. give you advantage. Advantage. Yeah. Natural 20, yeah. which is a 23. Nice. <laughs> he kind of considers you for a minute and you see he puts his uh, sword away and kind of there's some more whispering between them. It's getting kind of frustrating for you guys that, they do, that they're doing it. And they're doing it on purpose just to kind of keep yeah. you in the dark. Um, he looks at you. You can obviously do as you please. We want you to come with us to get to the bottom of this, to figure out what happened, why we lost two adventuring parties, why one that was just here to look at cult activity disappeared, and why the other never made it back. But you guys have been in a plight, and if you go outside, you'll reach the outside. A storm is heavily brewing. Maybe it is better to just travel together. Since they're warmer to me, can mm -hmm. I maybe, just as a sign of good faith, can you tell us what that letter said that we gave you? It was an order to discern the activity here. What triggered your suspicions? That would be a question to ask our intelligence, our people who keep track of these things. We're just scouts. We were the next people to come in to discern what happened. A while ago, an adventuring party came here, as parties do to loot, to find treasures, to explore Dungeon Delve. They never returned. And so we were tasked to come check out what happened. And on our way, we discovered, well, we were on our way when the quake happened and the green light pierced the sky. Well, okay. I imagine you lads are going to want to have a walkabout. And uh, me personally, I'd rather just kick it right here until you guys are ready to take off. I need to heal. Yeah, I could me rest myself. Too. They um, kind of nod to each other. <sighs> well, it is our recommendation that you come with us, but if you need to stay and heal, that is fine. I imagine it's going to be an hour or so of you guys kicking around in there if you can make it in. Um, which you might not be able to do with, I'll explain the whole blood. Yeah, you explain it to the situation. Yeah, the blood. And if you can get through all of that, then yeah. But And the female SMR kind of whispers to him again. And then she then says, do we, like, you can hear it in comment this time. Do we even need to discern? They seem on the up and up. And the kind of fairer one kind of nods. Eh. I mean, gather your dead, do whatever you do culturally, but... Then you are free to pass. Not, not the most ideal, but just uh, be careful out there. All right, I mean, sh should we choose to make our way to trust? Who should we ask for? Hand them this, this notice that you gave me. Well, what's your name, friend? He looks at you for a second. I'm Brenthal. Brenthal Vash. And this is my compatriot. Viskal, she kind of shrugs, and Chen, ahead of us. So Chen was asshole Legolas? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you said, if you can get in, um, it's uh, it's not pretty in there. There were, I don't know how many angels we saw. They kind of nod at you and assume the more, like, less aggressive stance, and they kind of start making mm. their way back, eyeing you guys, of course, as they make their way in to explore some more. And the captain turns around. There's a, a little place just a day's journey from here. If you can make it there before the worst of the storm hits, you might be able to weather it out. It's called uh, Tilda's Haberdashery. Hmm. It's a out of the way little hut for goods and stuff and somehow manages to withstand most of our weather. You can tell them over there that I sent you. 
Or just go. They're very welcoming folk, but it might give you some respite. Oh, Appreciate goodness. it. Will you head there when you're done? We'll probably head back to Trost. Our goal is to come here to discern what happened. And we've got most of it. So we're going to check some of the truth of it, and then we're going to make our way back per order. Hopefully our paths will cross again. He nods, and he also kind of gestures to the, the fallen the gnolls, and we appreciate your assistance. We're happy to give it. Just uh, be careful in Tross. There aren't too many of your type. And he kind of like spends a little time on that word, that type. He kind of yeah. emphasizes a little bit. Yeah, okay. Mm. We're used to it. Hi, Quirk. And we just met. Yeah. So. Frankly, the better bet is the haberdashery. And they start to move their way right. in. Um, whether or not they're successful at getting through any Probably. anything, right? they're there to just kind of... Now they're in more just investigation mode. <clears throat> I'm going to... Um, do they head deep or do they try and turn in and go towards where the gnolls came from? No, they're, they're heading deep. They're just going back the way they came. And I mean, obviously from what you know, they might get stopped up by those things, but they're at least going to determine what's going on or try to. Right. Well, that was fun. I'll move past the carnage and then just like Sit. put my back up towards one of the statues and be like, "Oh, so you doing all right?" And you can like now that the things have quieted down a little bit, and there the Asmar are starting to kind of leave. Uh, you are starting to hear more kind of a wind sound mm -hmm. kind of come through. So it sounds like things are picking up a little bit. Are we gonna find out? This is out of character. Are we gonna find out if they're circumcised or not? <laughs> God. <laughs> and within a moment, yeah, you, you look up, Lysa is just undoing <laughs> buttons on like weird no line class, and she's like, what? Come yeah. on. <laughs> they, they have now kind of left the, the area and are now out of, with yeah. out of earshot. And... So I'm just sitting, trying to collect my breath. Do you think we try and push on to the haberdashery? So it was a day's journey. I prefer to sleep first. Yeah. I'll pull out my pocket watch. What time is it? Roughly about eight in the morning. It's quite early in the morning. If we can take a moment, collect ourselves, perhaps uh, it is worth trying to get there by nightfall. Yes. So what do you get with a short rest? You get to use hit die, of which you have one. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, right. Yep. So you get to burn that if you need to. Nine! Yeah! Yeah. Bitch. So yeah, I assume you guys are taking your, your short rest and things have started to, like, minus the, the wind coming in, which is increasing as you guys are resting. Otherwise, there's not much in here other than the corpses. You have yourselves about a half hour of respite before you move on. I'm gonna take the Asimar's coat, though. I don't wear <laughs> shoes, so I get cold. <laughs> yeah, they, they've got, they've got uh, various fur pelts and Oh yeah, what's on, now that they're gone, what's on their fallen comrade? Did they pick? They're gonna come back this way, you know. I'll, I'll toss it. I'll toss the body, if you want me to do. Inverse digression. Sure, yeah, do it. Uh, we'll check the nulls too, I guess. But we got what just, we just got copper off of them. Yeah, they had, they, they each had like, enough to equal about five <laughs> copper for five each of them. Five copper each. Yeah, yeah. not great. Uh, 10. And for sorry uh, for turning over the dead the dead Asimar. the spear <laughs> the spear in the face just turning the body over yeah 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 that's fine you managed to you know easy to pull it out 
and turn the body over and stuff like that. So, oh no, I'm in like I'm tossing his pockets. Oh, tossing his pockets. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> also fine. Uh, you find a little bit more on on that one. Uh, about ten gold on them. Another like another one of those like notice type things to see what's going on and right. some general basic supplies and some like travel food things like that. I'll pass the food around. Give everybody three gold pieces. How generous. We are never... five from before. Mm-hmm. And as you rest, you find yourself getting a little, just a little bit of respite, a little bit more rejuvenated as you use your hit die, and you kind of find yourselves in a quiet, not chaotic moment together, having just been through a, a very weird and frustrating fight and all the shit you just saw. I restored my... I'm back at nine. Okay. You start to kind of patch yourself up a little bit with the supplies you've got. and So I'm... During this rest, mm-hmm. I want to kind of just find, a, like, one of these little nooks between two statues and kind of sit with my back against the wall. Okay. Um, I'm going to be looking through the red journal and... I'm going to try to inconspicuously pull out uh, a very familiar green journal okay. from in my pocket, and I am going to pull it out, uh, and in it, I am going to write a note, and I'm also going to see if there's anything uh, written in it. Okay. So, what are you guys doing? I'm meditating. Meditating? Okay, so she's kind of assumed a meditative stance. About five minutes, I take a knee with the... Uh my sword here and I'm just kind of leaning against it. Okay. And that's kind of like how I center myself and take my hit die. And after that, I'll like gotcha. sheathe the sword and sit down. And Like, is there any verbal component to it? Like prayer or anything like that? You're just no, kind of there's, in... There's no prayer. It's more of a like an introspective thing. Like a lot of it is uh, um, the combat. Like I'm going back over the combat in my head. Okay. And seeing like... Kind of what happened. What, yeah, what happened, why I missed, like what I didn't see, what I, what I possibly could have seen. And kind of how, like, trying to make myself more aware. And this is really the first, like, outside of, like, stuff at home. Right. Just with the the local... Well, uh, and yeah, in your case, with the the gnomes, they're very... It's easy to to read them, mm -hmm. at least in terms of, like, they're either excited, very nervous, so, like, it's easier to read a kind of surface-level emotion. Mm -hmm. These these Asimar that you encountered were very... It almost seems like blase, but that's not the right word either. It's more of Regarded. unaffected. Yeah, basically by by the combat, they seemed like they were not that, not that they were bored. They seemed just kind of like matter of fact about the fight, the death, and all that. Even so far as to leave the body of their comrade behind yeah. as they continue forward, and it just strikes you as very weird. Yeah, they very know. very foreign to your sensibilities. Yeah, and like yeah, the gnomes never would have done that. Like the, he would have been carried back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's what he's doing. I'm going to also grab a little note as I do this. Uh, do you think we should all stick together? I don't know about you all, but I'm nowhere near anywhere that I'm familiar with. All right. Perhaps it behooves us to at least stay together till we get off the mountain, get towards warmer climates, friendlier faces. I'd like that. Well, I mean, sticking with me doesn't always end well, but we can be friends for a while. I don't know if you saw on that map he produced, but the forest valley in the mountains to the south is what's where I'm from. I traveled a very long way to get here, and I have no real recollection of it. 
that is annoying to say the least. I was very far south of here and I just happened to see towards one of the peaks that green light and then nothing until I woke up. So I can't, I don't have any memory of walking or traveling of my own volition towards here at all. I do not travel, well, I have two flashes. I'm from very far south by the ocean, just south of the swamp. And I was traveling and I hit a mountain and then snow and then I woke up here, but I did know I was moving north. Were you drawn north? Were either of you drawn north? Any of you? No. I mean, I was in a tavern and then I was here. Ruined my beer. So yeah, so the, the half hour comes to a close. You feel yourself rejuvenated and you guys kind of had some small chit chat kind of deciding what to do. So what is your course of action? To the haberdashery? I think that seems the best bet. It maybe mm-hmm. at least we can get a little bit better weatherable gear to make it through this storm if we are going to head south. Could use a new hat. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys make your way out, and it doesn't take much longer to get out from here. And it's kind of a shock as you exit this opening in the mountain, um, which seemed pretty like just easy to pass through. But you come out, and immediately you're hit with just terrible storms. From where you all come from, this is like, like it's this is cold. Kind of, it's cold, unexpected. Not terribly, mm-hmm. based off of your blood and being as warm as you are. But you weren't expecting this. Is it snow or rain or what's the snow? Heavy blizzard snow. Uh, I do not have the gear for this. Again, what's giving you a little bit of an edge and what's making this date travel bearable is um, the fact that it's short and you're kind of making a a mad not sprint but yeah dash down the mountain. Is there is there at least a path? Three, two, one. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not difficult. Like the, the, probably the most difficult thing is kind of getting out past the, the, the hole in the mountain as you're on, it's on ground level. And yeah. you find that like the snow is starting to get bad, starting to get, collect and get deeper. But it's mainly, mainly the wind and the snow. It's just very angry um, at you. Uh, so yeah, you guys start to kind of head out in the direction that uh, Brenthal pointed you in. And it starts to kind of lead you in a southern, southerly direction. Uh, okay. As you plow kind of onward, the weather seems to get angrier and the terrain tougher. So you're starting to kind of, you're pushing through, like you're getting the worst of it. It's not necessarily like the weather's reacting to you, but it feels like your presence out here is making it angrier at you. Mm-hmm. Even though that's maybe not realistic. That's impossible. That's kind of, yeah. It's impossible, that's kind of, it's kind of stupid, happens. but it feels that way. Like, it's just the further you, per- like, travel through the worse it gets and every now and then you guys trying to keep us at the mountain yeah and it's just kind of what it feels like so you end up kind of having to huddle together as you keep going forward you spend a good chunk of the day kind of in this this pattern of just pushing through taking a little stop pushing through you still manage to get about a normal pace but it's starting to kind of affect you guys as you keep going you the sky starts to darken above you it's cloudy like light gray that starts to kind of fade to a darker gray you realize that nightfall is coming because um, you've been at this for most of the day, I would say. And you guys start to um, worry that maybe you went the wrong way or they led you astray. It's starting to feel like this was a really dumb choice and I guess we'll die here. But you see a little bit of a light kind of just in the distance, just out of reach. You start to realize, okay, maybe that's kind of where we need to go and head that direction. Getting closer reveals a decent sized cabin with light emanating from the windows. And as you get closer, you realize that you see to the west side of the building, there's a, a cellar door, uh, and a knocked over wood pile, and a snow drift has started to overtake the east side of the building. So like even there, that place doesn't seem to be doing, it's starting to get covered up. 
a few more hours of this and you might not even have noticed a place you kind of get the sense of and you reach about 10 feet away from it and you can see the sign above the door it's in, in nice wood carving on the doorpost tilda's haberdashery capital letters without much hesitation any hesitation really you guys make burst your way inside <laughs> yeah bring with you a bunch of cold yeah you guys are a bit frosty in the tea flame <coughs> and inside you find a deeply pleasant respite from the storm. It's equal parts mercantile, inn and tavern and confectionery. Uh, the decor is rustic with a few uh, mounted exotic animal head trophies hung up along the walls. And the west side of the room has a countertop and shelves behind it featuring liquors and candies proudly on display. Jam-packed product. Why isn't it weird that she has dead things on the wall? <laughs> These are called trophies. <laughs> I killed those gnolls. Right. Yeah, so if we were closer to home, you could have happily taken the head, preserved it, mounted it on the wall. Not the whole thing? I mean, it depends. That's it, weird. Some people put up the whole thing. It depends on, uh, you know. So dead heads isn't weird, but rifling through dead bodies and taking off their clothes is not. Death is natural. You should be in a natural state when you're dead. <clears throat> Speaking Clothes of natural weird. states, I mean, a round of. <laughs> you guys uh, managed to uh, kind of look uh, as you're. Uh, the you're kind one of behind the counter is like. You do focus in on the, the room Get itself um, some more. Uh, you see a few tables and chairs on the east side of the room, and, uh, and basically just a cozy place. Uh, further off, on, on towards the east side, you can also see a, a doorway and a doorpost that reads beds in common. Uh, southern part of the room is a kitchen and living area, split by a giant fireplace. Also acts as a stove. Um, you also, after you say a round of drinks, everyone, you happen to see a, a small group of people just milling about, them just staring at you, having heard most of the conversation as you came in. You, the first one you see immediately, kind of closest to you, just holding a plate of fluid, a, a plate, a plate of fluid uh, is a- uh, What is this fluid? A dark-skinned elf, uh, a drow, uh, a drow woman, dark purple skin, long white hair braided up, and uh, a lavender eye. Her other eye is covered in an eye patch and a slashing scar peeks out from it. Uh, you also see a human male, husky build, deep red hair and beard, one arm missing and in his place, a mechanical prosthetic. You also see a man in fancy leather armor kind of further back, kind of mm -hmm. near the kitchen, has an imperial style uh, black mustache and wears a bowler hat. Uh, you also see a half-orc kind of near, kind of where like the liquor and confectionery is. Uh, tall, muscular, with deep green, dark green skin, pink irises, and shaved off tusks in the lower jaw. Bald except for a braided ponytail that extends to the middle back. You notice there's obsidian band around her finger. There's also, toward the tables, just kind of lounging, uh, a human female short, vibrant red hair, heavily scarred face, just scarring, uh, and a burned out left eye. You also notice an obsidian band around her finger as well. And they all just stare at you. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, we're doing we're doing an insight check on these on this gang. Uh, Seventeen. What are you trying to like? Are, are they gonna try to start some shit? No, they just seem very confused about your entrance. Cool. Um, <clears throat> is there a Tilda here? Yeah. The drow kind of eyes you. Indeed. Who might you be? Uh, Brenthal Vash told us we should come see respite here. From the storm. The storm. She kind of nods, like, hesitates a little bit, but then nods. Okay. Do you need a place to stay? Some 
food or whatever. I will pull out ten gold. Oh, and set it on the table, <laughs> and I'll be like. I know that this is probably storm surge pricing. Wank. No. Sorry. I'm sorry. I immediately regret it. Uh, I sent the 10 gold out and I just go, I know times are weird. We've had a really odd day and I'd like it if we uh, want for nothing for the next day or so until the storm clears. She kind of nods. We can manage that. She takes your your money and uh, kind of pockets it. and Probably want to do some shopping, perhaps in the morning. Sure, sure. It looks like, and she kind of eyes y'all. Looks like y'all been in a rough patch. You could say that. Hmm. Well, I mean, you okay. could just say we had a rough day. That works too. She kind of eyes, eyes you guys. Make yourself a home. Our friend over here, Shinka, can get you hooked up with some drink. So the, and I'll be with an earshot. The scarred woman. Uh, the half orc. She pointed the to the half orc at the, the liquor candy stand thing. And so she, uh, kind of almost as, as, curtly, as quickly as she in, interfaced with you guys, she kind of turns, like nods and just turns back to what she was focusing on, putting her food down and chowing down herself. <clears throat> York, half work, kind of just arms folded, stares at you. Walk up to her. Yeah. Mead, please, if you have it. Sure. Kind of grabs it, <clears throat> kind of drafts it first and then kind of slams it down. Surprisingly, not as much spilled as you would think. <clears throat> Passes it your way. Thank you. She grunts. <laughs> Something's different. <clears throat> Whiskey. She kind of looks, grabs the bottle, and slams it down. You swear to God that she's <laughs> almost going to break this thing, but the bottle holds. Just pushes it your way. Yeah. Uh, mead for me, please. Gets she gets you around. Gets you what you need. Uh, no, because last time I was drinking, I. Don't remember anything and sure. disappeared. So I. She kind of stares at you for a second. No, it's fair. Uh, takes a dirty glass and just. Uh, uh, well, I'll go. Uh, I'll take hers. <laughs> she kind of opens a spigot and water comes out. Oh, okay. oh fine. Okay, great. I'll walk there. the water over to. It's dirty water. It's not that great. Yeah. But it'll do. Like, it'll I do just, in a pinch. I just look at the dirty glass and I'm like, eh, thanks. And it's probably one of those things where when she handed it to him, her hands were on the lip. <laughs> and then she kind of just goes back to what she was doing. Just staring off and not doing much. Um, immediately, kind of, as you guys kind of sit down, um, the man in the fancy leather armor with the black mustache kind of sits next to you and just stares. You guys look like you've had some fun. Kind of speaks it through his mustache. What y'all been through? You a collector of stories? Am I? Hit me, baby. One more time. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you this, my friend. Uh, four of us, um, we're just traveling up north to trust. Um, he kind of wanted to see, wanted to see the sights, wanted to uh, you know check out something new and exciting and different. He kind and, of uh, blanches a little bit when you when you say trust, but recreational holiday. Hmm. Nothing too exciting until the storm kicked up. Yeah, we've been hit pretty hard with that storm. So you say you came from where exactly where do you hail from this seems and out I, of territory. I, I am i'm just turning slowly turning my shoulder <laughs> like away from like trying to like you know close the the close circle the of the four of us okay and you kind of like, say no more say no more just trying to be my friendly as all just enjoy your stay nice suit by the way and he kind of sounds mm -hmm. back to his kitchen and clink clink as he's working with the dishes Oh, so he works here. He was just working with the dishes. 
does it seem like he has a job here? Uh, do uh, insight. Take advantage, because I'm definitely looking to. <clears throat> I'm just sitting at, down at a table writing 12. my journal. 12? <clears throat> Sorry, 11. Seems pretty weird. Doesn't seem to, like, he's like, going I thought maybe he was a customer, then just came and sat down, but if you say he goes back to the kitchen and starts working with the dishes, like... Uh, yeah, so he goes from one thing to the next, kind of looking for what he needs to mess around in the kitchen, but it seems like he's take like, he doesn't seem familiar with the place. The human with the, the husky build who's kind of been off to the side, he's just kind of also staring at you guys. So everyone else is kind of just eyeing you as they're going about their business. The, the guy who was just trying to talk to you, chat you up a little bit. Seems a little weird. Said you had Tara? I do. Well, pass the time. Why not? Pull out my cards, start shuffling them. And as you're going about doing that, anyone just do a perception check? Seven, so probably not. 17. Mm-hmm. You, um, uh, Feather, you happen to notice that uh, the short human with the red hair uh, is making like kind of flirty faces with the half orc and just kind of like nodding to her a little bit, and the other one's oh. not really emoting. Uh, Even with my cards, I got 21. Perception? Actually, 22, yeah, because I got a 19 and it was plus huh. 3. So you guys have a 21? 22, actually. Yeah. 22? <laughs> yeah. uh, you, uh, you happen to um, notice that uh, the drow, she's kind of, she's really, like, staring at, well, actually staring at you. She's just kind of watching you. Kind of, like, like keeping little, an eye on Kind of keeping an eye on you, yeah. yeah. And I'm just kind of, like, keeping an eye on her out of the corner of my eyes. I'm shuffling my cards. Yeah, as you guys kind of do your cards, yeah, this they seem to be kind of doing their thing, but they all seem to be paying very close attention. Give you the deck, mm. have you cut it? Well, I'm always curious, <laughs> you know, given the day we've had. So I'm curious, do you want to just like be like, oh yeah, you do a tarot reading, or do you want me to actually do a tarot reading? Whatever you want, you can do a tarot reading if you want. Okay. Pass well. the time. Oh man, now it's like... But is yeah, it going to be like podcast? The, like, is it going to be podcast tarot, or is it going to be? Am I going to like? They're going to be like, you're going to get a new job, and then you're gonna <laughs> no, get no, 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 no. Fight with your dog. Yeah, I don't want to get out my hero deck, but this is. So they say I have the, the puzzle one with me. Is that the uh, one from? See, and then uh, Tazlon, when yeah. you, as you're mixing it, just take a look at that. Okay. When I cut the deck, can I try to? Mm-hmm. Can I try to sleight of hand manipulate the cards? A bit. You can. You can try, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying, like, in the skill of the game part of it, I don't know really what you want me to do with that actual deck of cards. Mm-hmm. But Trying to cheat a hero deck usually doesn't go well. Yeah, it's all right. I, I got friends. Um, That's fair. Uh, Feder, you kind of feel a little, like... Oh, it's only a 10, so I didn't do great. You feel kind of a little warmth on your, the, shirt. on your yeah, your shirt. Shuffling, every day I'm shuffling. <laughs> <laughs> Every day I'm shuffling. Everyone's just staring at you like, hmm. We're not familiar with that song here. <laughs> kind of like what? Y'all mm-hmm. haven't seen a dagger? Somebody doing a tarot reading? The, um, as you're mixing your cards up, the small human kind of walks up to you. You guys want anything to eat? Yeah, that would actually be very... <clears throat> what, can, what can I get for you? What can I get for you? What do you have? Something with a lot of meat. Well, you know, a stew. That's... Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Appreciate Whatever. your honesty. <laughs> Whatever you think pairs well with this fine vintage. Stew's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. You kind of smile a bit. Uh, babe, get us some of that <laughs> stew. 
the orc just makes this like, <sighs> and just walks and starts prepare like the same orc that gave us the drinks. Yeah, like she walks over to she walks <laughs> okay. over to the guy with the mustache, just kind of like, and he's like, huh? stew. <laughs> like she just like points to the big. There's a big pot. You can you know it's now in the kitchen. Just stew. So like oh yeah okay fine. Insight. Scoops it up with his like with the bowl. Scoops it up with his hand. Like oh here. Insight starts, seventeen. Seventeen. What do you kind of look into? Concern? Do they belong here? I'm starting to wonder about that a little bit. They seem like they seem to know it, their way around enough, but yeah, just it's a little off. Something a little off putting about that this interaction. Like she's playing a part and he doesn't care about the part, or he doesn't know about the part. Yeah, it kind of seems that way a little bit. Yeah, like something something's off. Yeah. Like yeah, and by and by now the. Or half work. She brings the almost comically brings the plates, up, the bowls over. Just <laughs> eat, and then just kind of, just kind of stares there for a little bit at you. Walks back behind the counter, looks around a little bit, and the room has a quietness to it as you guys continue on with your card game. <laughs> He's like, I'm cut gonna the detect deck. evil. Detect evil? Yeah. What? Um, what are the parameters of that? As an action, you can detect evil, or you can detect you can detect good and evil. Until the end of your next turn, you can sense anything affected by the Hallow spell or know the direction of any celestial fiend undead within 60 feet that is not behind toe cover. I can use this four times per long rest. Just so, the, the concept of good and evil, yeah. ill will, things like that? Okay. You cast that? Yeah, it's a, it's an ability. Okay. Uh, is it like verbal? Are you trying to kind of... No, it's just, it's, it's something I turn on, I think. Okay. I'll double check. As an action, you can open your awareness to detect such forces. Till the end of your next turn, you know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet that is not behind total cover. You know the type of celestial fiend or undead of any being whose presence you can sense, but is but not its identity. Okay. Um, for example, uh, I could detect a vampire, but not the fact that it was Strahd, if it was. Oh, God. Okay. Um, within the same radius, you also detect the presence or... Within the same radius, you also detect the presence of any place or object that has been consecrated or desecrated, as with the Hallow spell. Okay, I mean, nothing quite hits that perimeter of, like, fiend or true evil or anything like that, but you're getting a kind of a iffy vibe, because there's nothing, nothing quite matches that parameter. So there's no, like... So there's no good or evil? Because is that, is that more like an intentional intentional thing, or, like, because it does, like, there's no, like, like... Alignment. Alignment, got it, okay. Because yeah, you're not you're not sensing any fiends or um, undead or celestials like that. Yeah, no, I I didn't figure I would. I'm, but I'm you're kicking. sensing a hostility, a bit of a hostility towards you guys, and a kind of a, a like trying to figure out what to do about this situation. Uh, you you drew your cards. Mm-hmm. So as she does, you've cut the deck and everything like that. Um, she uh, draws the first one and it comes out as the Knight of Stabs, which for this one, essentially, it's saying that you have a mission yeah. and you have a mission that you have to do quickly. Mm -hmm. Next one she draws is the Tower. The Tower symbolizes chaos and change. Not always the greatest change. Uh, could be actually ill intent. And then the third one she draws is the devil, mm. which represents your shadow self. I'm not the devil, I'm the DM. I'm not the devil, I'm the DM. I look at the tower and I smirk. And uh, hell of a deal. 
Well, the cards never lie. The cards never lie. And I clank. <laughs> and then just slowly Dirty pour water. back. <laughs> I feel like you should have some alcohol with that. Oh God, it's soapy. <laughs> <laughs> and you happen to notice uh, the drought, she kind of comes over. I'm sorry, I, I meant to ask if you needed any more refills or anything like that. Is there anything else I can get for you? No, I think we're good for right now. Okay. Kind of looks at the cards. Have you never seen a deck of tarot cards? You've been watching these. She looks at them. I am familiar with card <laughs> games, but I don't spend much time with any vice or anything like that. This isn't really a game. Oh, she kind of takes some interest. No, this tarot cards essentially answer questions for you or tell you about your past or your future, even your present sometimes. Do they say anything about this place? <laughs> I don't know. It would be about whether I did a reading for you. Oh, so you would do a reading for me. If you'd like. Sure, why not? She kind of, she doesn't sit down or anything, she just kind of eyes you closely. Go ahead. Oh, I'm I'm watching her the entire time that the cards come out because I'm going to do the mother of all inside checks or we can do it with advantage. So she, yeah, she watches with, with interest, seemingly not very familiar with tarot. Okay, so I'm going to do an insight check while I'm shuffling. Take advantage because I'm watching too. Okay. okay. Not 20. Oh, <laughs> Roll again, see if you double 20. Yeah, see if you double 20. The fabric of time and space. As my cards go flying. Nope, but oh, 17. That would have been cool. You would have seen the truth right? of all matters. <laughs> I see the universe for me. So what, what uh, are you trying to discern? I'm just trying to discern like the nature of her character. Is she genuinely curious about this? Is she uh, actually mm -hmm. kind of negative? It, Yusuf like kind of rubs his nose a little bit while he's looking at Fetter. Is that? I was gonna do something similar. So if you do it and then roll with it, advantage, right? Yeah. Nat 20. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> roll again. No, right. You get that double 20 realness. Nope, 14. Oh. As she watches you, her hand is just kind of gently gliding over over her blade a little bit, just kind of holding the hilt of it a bit. She's eyeing you, but you notice with your insight as you're doing this, she's not as interested so much in the cards themselves mm -hmm. as kind of just seeing what you're what you're up to and kind of keeping a presence at the table, seeing what's going on. Uh, you looked over at the kitchen. Yeah. You um, see uh, the guy over there with the mustache, kind of just kind of looking around, kind of digging for something. He's a little bit more involved in his search of something, kind of trying to be inconspicuous. Kind That's of, what I get, he's trying to be inconspicuous. Yeah, you're, you're starting to, with, this, with those high rolls, you know, it's like he's putting on a shit of a show <clears throat> at trying to be just natural. And uh, you happen to notice that everyone else is starting to kind of, not so much walk over, but starting to inch their way a little mm. bit closer. To us? To us. Yeah, just kind of like, mm. it's, it's more like the, you know the, in a less funny way, you know the cat video where you where pops out the corner of the oh, cat. Oh yeah, and then you turn around and yeah, so you're starting to kind of like they're just kind of shifting around, trying to find good positions. Okay, so as she's eyeing these people, mm -hmm. she pulls out um, the Queen of Swords, which her eyes kind of narrow at that. Yep, mm -hmm. uh, older woman symbolizing uh, some strife and some combat, and then she pulls out the Five of Swords. Uh, you which... can see that the grip around her hilt is <clears throat> tightening. Uh -huh. 
And a few and other people are starting to look a little agitated at this as well. She pulls out the Seven of Swords. So she starts looking around, eyeballing everybody. And then the last card she pulls out is the Wheel of Fortune. And that is so. when uh, shit hits the fan. <laughs> the drow pulls okay. out her sword and yeah. uh, levels it at your throat directly. And immediately everyone else, as if on cue, turns with their weapons uh, and starts to advance on you. And, and my hand starts glowing purple. I want everybody to remember that at this point I was standing and stretching. Mm-hmm. Yep. Getting that good stretch. Yeah. Yep. Stretching, because my maul is on my back. And then, they all died. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. You'd never invite me back if I ended the tale that way. But end it must for the day. Never fear, I'll be back soon with this here barrel of your brewer's finest, weaving you even more exciting tales of these demon days. <laughs>